Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I am your host, April. This is Wellness Wednesday. In the previous episode, I spoke of uh, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, uh, specifically about uh, Black and African American communities and the different barriers that we face in mental health care. So I picked out a particular um, organization when it came down to the resources uh, part of it. And it was a program called Brother, You're On My Mind. So we're going to, it's going to be two parts. We're going to talk about um, some information on depression in older African-American men as well as younger African-American men when we come back. Welcome back. So, Brother, You're On My Mind. And they had a fact sheet, which is on depression and older African-American men. So, we're going to start there. Some people think that depression is a normal part of aging, but it isn't. Most older adults are satisfied with their lives. It's normal to feel sad about the death of a spouse or aging-related issues such as loss of mobility. But if that sadness overtakes everyday life and makes it difficult to carry on, the problem may be depression. Depression in older adults is frequently misdiagnosed, since doctors may dismiss its symptoms as the result of a physical illness such as cancer, heart attack, or stroke. There is a higher prevalence of depressive symptoms among elderly African-American men than in elderly white men, but depression in African-American men is under-recognized and under-treated. This makes knowing how to recognize depression in older African-American men and being aware of treatment options especially crucial. So now we're going to look at the physical and emotional signs. Symptoms of depression are different for each person. Someone with depression may feel sad, anxious, hopeless, guilty, irritable, or restless. Other possible symptoms are these. Being reluctant to leave home or spend time with friends. Complaining of being a burden to the family gaining or losing weight due to changes in appetite, sleeping too much or too little, drinking more alcohol or using other drugs, having frequent thoughts of suicide or talking about death a great deal. Older men with depression are more likely to complain of the physical symptoms associated with depression, such as aches and pains and to show a lack of interest in activities they once enjoyed. Many older African-American men may not relate to the term depression. They may refer to feeling downhearted or blue. Now we're going to look at the statistics. 56% of African-Americans believe that depression is a normal part of aging. Adult African Americans are 20% more likely to report serious psychological distress than adult whites are. 
adult African Americans living in poverty are two to three times more likely to report serious psychological distress than those who are not living in poverty. And lastly, while 69% of adult whites with a major depressive episode in 2009 received treatment, only 53% of adult African Americans did. So now we're going to look at the risk factors for depression in older adults. Mental health is a product of a person's emotional, psychological, and social well-being. Brain chemistry, difficult life experiences, and a family history of mental health problems can affect a man's uh, chances of developing depression over his lifetime. There are other factors that may make a man more vulnerable to depression, many of which become more common with age. So now we're going to look at that. Being diagnosed with a new or chronic physical disorder such as diabetes or developing multiple chronic physical disorders, stroke, bypass operation, or hip fracture, racism, and discrimination, poor health, physical, or functional disability, or severe and chronic pain, prior episodes of depression, changes in medications or new prescribed medications, income changes such as retirement or financial hardship, recent loss of a spouse or loved one, and living alone or in social isolation. Retirement is strongly tied to development of depression in many African-American men. Now, we're going to look at the last um, one, how to address depression. Untreated depression in older men can lead to uh, new or worsened physical health problems such as heart attacks and can make recovery from other physical illnesses more difficult. A doctor or other health professional may be able to diagnose and treat depression or refer someone with depression to other mental health services such as counseling or therapy. Individual or family insurance or Medicare can help cover some of the costs. There may also be nonprofits in the community that offer mental health services at little to no cost. In addition to finding a mental health professional who specializes in aging issues, doing the following could help to alleviate depression. Joining a community club and engaging in enjoyable activities engaging in easy physical activity or exercise with a doctor's approval, seeking new hobbies, reaching out for support. Untreated depression in older adults is likely to lead to new or worsening physical illness, longer recovery periods for illnesses or surgery, and premature death. Receiving appropriate treatment for depression can help older men lead longer, and much healthier lives. If you or someone you care about is in crisis, please seek help immediately. Call your doctor, call 911, go to the nearest hospital emergency room, or call the toll-free 24-hour hotline of the National Suicide Prevention Hotline and Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK talk. 
welcome back. So now we're going to look at uh, depression and stress in younger uh, African American men. The college years and young adulthood can be tough and full of stressful situations. We might be living away from home for the first time, missing family and friends, and feeling alone in a new place. We might be in charge uh, of our own food, clothing, shelter, and sleep schedules for the first time, and not always managing so well. (laughs) We might be encountering new and difficult academic work and jobs. We might be having relationship problems and possible breakups. A lot of us are worried about finances. Our encounters with racism and discrimination in daily life add to our burdens. Sometimes there are a lot more problems than pleasures. All of these stresses can cause and leave us exhausted, irritable, and sad. If these blues last more than a few weeks or make it hard to carry on with daily life, you may be depressed. Depression is one of the most common mental health problems, but it often goes unnoticed and untreated among young African American men. We're expected to be strong in a crisis, hide our sensitivities, and keep personal problems within the family. And a nationwide survey found that about 30% of college students reported feeling so depressed that it was difficult to function at some time in the past year. The good news is that depression, like other illnesses, are very treatable and you can recover. So now let's look at physical and emotional signs of depression. Depression symptoms can be different for each person. Someone with depression may feel sad, anxious, empty, hopeless, guilty, worthless, helpless, tired, irritable, or even just restless. Other potential symptoms of depression include aches and pains, headaches, cramps, or digestive problems, loss of interest in activities that one used to you one used to enjoy, including sex, problems concentrating, remembering information, or making decisions, problems falling or staying asleep or sleeping too much, eating too much or not wanting to eat at all, thinking about or even attempting suicide. While both men and women can become depressed, the signs can be very different. Men may be more likely than women to be exhausted and irritable and avoid the things they used to enjoy, lose sleep, and use alcohol or drugs to cope. They also may become frustrated, discouraged, reckless, angry, and sometimes abusive. Some bury themselves in their work to avoid talking about their depression with family or friends. Now let's look at the statistics. Adult African Americans are 20% more likely to report serious psychological distress than adult whites are. Adult African Americans living in poverty are two to three times more likely to report serious psychological distress than those not living in poverty. Among men 18 and 44 to 44 years old who've had daily uh, feelings of anxiety or depression, non-Hispanic men 
non-Hispanic, non-Hispanic black and Hispanic men, which are 26.4%, were less likely than non-Hispanic white men, 45.4%, to have used uh, mental health treatments. Suicide is the third leading cause of death for African-American males ages 15 to 24. I didn't know that. African-American men ages 20 to 24 have the highest suicide rate among African-Americans of all ages, male and female across the genders. African-American teenagers are more likely to attempt suicide than our white teenagers. Young African-Americans are much less likely than white youth to have used a mental health service in the year during which they seriously thought about or attempted suicide. Now we're going to look at some of the causes, possible causes of depression. Depression can have a combination of causes, including stress, negative thinking patterns, and other illnesses, a family history of mental health issues, drug and alcohol abuse, your brain chemistry, hormones and surroundings, and life experiences, including trauma or abuse. Mental health problems have nothing to do with laziness, weakness, or character flaws. Okay? I want you to remember that. We're going to move on to now how to manage stress. Stress is often associated with depression. Okay? Sometimes, if not managed well, it can lead to symptoms of depression. Okay? Therefore, it is very important to learn how to manage stress on a regular basis. Examples of how you can manage stress are the following. Stay in touch with people who can provide emotional and other support, including friends, family, and your community or religious organizations. Get proper health care for existing or new health problems. Set priorities. Decide what must get done and what can wait. And learn to say no. This is hard. This is hard. To say no to new tasks if they are putting you into overload. Okay? Note that what you have accomplished at the end of the day, not what you have been unable to do. Think of the positive versus the negative. Avoid dwelling on problems. I know this is a challenge. If you can't do this on your own, seek help from a qualified mental health professional who can guide you, okay? Exercise regularly. Just 30 minutes per day of of easy walking or other exercise can help boost your mood and reduce your stress level. Schedule regular times for healthy and relaxing activities. So this is very crucial. It's simple, but it is... (laughs) It's challenging. Pick things that are healthy and relaxing activity-wise, okay? Okay. Recognize signs of your body's response to stress, such as difficulty sleeping, increased alcohol and other substance use, being easily angered, feeling depressed, and having low energy. Lastly, explore stress coping problems and programs. Sorry, explore stress coping programs. Yeah, and the problems too. Yeah, okay. Which may incorporate any type of relaxation. Uh, They suggest yoga, tai chi, or other gentle exercises. Now we're going to look at how to address depression. Okay. 
A doctor or other health professional may be able to diagnose and treat depression or refer you to other mental health services, such as counseling or talk therapy. They say talk therapy, but I just call it therapy. Try to see someone as soon as possible, okay? Research shows that getting treatment sooner rather than later can relieve symptoms more quickly and reduce how long treatment is needed, okay? Individual family or employer health insurance can help cover the cost and community or student health centers can maybe provide basic health care services at little or no cost. There are also other steps you can take. Okay, spend time with other people. Try not to isolate yourself, which is what's going to happen when you're feeling depressed. You're going to want to be alone. Um, It's easier said than done, I realize, but try not to isolate yourself and let others help you. Okay, break up large tasks into small ones and do what you can as you can do it. Okay, try not to do too many things at once. Do not make important decisions until you feel better. Talk about decisions with others whom you trust and respect and who know you, who know you well. Engage in mild physical activity or exercise. Participate in activities that that you used to enjoy, okay? Expect your mood to improve gradually with treatment. It's not going to happen overnight, okay? Often sleep and appetite will begin to improve and come back to you, okay, before your depressed mood, you know, lifts. Remember that positive thinking will replace negative thoughts over time. It's a process like anything. It's not magic. Um, but if you put forth the effort and, 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 and uh, do what you need to do and always remember your faith and um, lean on the Creator, and he's going to help you through it, okay? Along with the mental health um, uh, tips that we've given here. Of course, if you or someone you know is in crisis, get help quickly. Call your doctor. Call 911 for emergency services. Go to the nearest hospital emergency room. Or call the toll-free 24-hour hotline of the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. I'll repeat it again, 1-800-273-TALK. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening to Teachable Moments with April. If you did enjoy this episode, I invite you to come right back to check out my podcast and my other episodes. Don't forget to listen, add us to your favorites, and support by clicking on the link in the description. As always, be blessed and be well. Until next time.